Welcome to Raw the Podcast with Amy and Grecian, where we talk real and raw with mamas who have had to fight and be fierce, who have been thrown curveballs and faced adversity. We discuss everything from premature birth and NICU life, special needs and infant loss, to those everyday mum life struggles we all feel. Nothing is off topic. We hope that by opening up and being vulnerable, we can break down the walls and start to remove some of the shame and stigma associated with these traumatic experiences while helping other mamas feel less alone. I'm Amy, special needs and medical mama to Premier Boys James and Jack. I'm the founder of my own small business and support network, Miracle Mama, where I advocate fiercely for the infertility, Premier and special needs community. And I'm Grecian, mama of four girls, including two full-termers, Adeline and Macy, and a set of Premier twins, Hannah and Riley, born at 25 weeks. I'm an IVF warrior and am passionate about sharing the unfiltered ups and downs of motherhood. We don't share your average mama stories, and this isn't your average podcast. Raw is unrefined and breaks through the bullshit of navigating guilt, grief, and trauma. I mean, let's be honest, we've been through more shit than some could even imagine, so at this point we don't really have a filter. But with this being said, please note we do talk about sensitive topics in our episodes, which we know can be distressing. We give this warning simply to empower you, our audience, with the knowledge you need to make healthy decisions about how and if you should consume this podcast content. Please take care of yourselves and don't hesitate to ask for help if you need it. And lastly, let us assure you that it's not all bad and sad. It's a place to have real and raw conversations. Ask those questions that may be playing on your mind. And above all, we hope to shine a light on the life-changing perspective and appreciation that only these experiences can give you. We share the overwhelming joys and triumphs that our little miracles bring to our lives. And we discuss the inspiration and hope we have gained from this community. While our experiences are individually unique, we are forever a part of something truly special, a community of fierce mama bears and their cubs navigating the storm, and together we'll roar. Today's episode is sponsored by Australia's original silicon designer, Jellystone Designs. Designed by a working mum from Sydney with three little ones of her own, she found a gap in the market and went for it. Jellystone has created safe and fun teethers, toys and chew pendants for babies and kids. Made from non-toxic silicon, the designs are made to safely support children who are using all of their senses to explore and make sense of our incredible world. They are thoroughly tested to meet Australian standards and Riley has thoroughly tested them too. Check them out over on Instagram at jellystone.designs and use RAW20 for 20% off. R-A-W-R-20. Welcome back, Roras. Hi, Amy. Hey, Grecian. How are we? <laughs> I feel like we just need to explain why we're laughing, just in case you use this for the I actual can't. podcast. I can't stop saying, hey, Grecian. <laughs> hey, Grecian. Hi. It sounds so serious, but I say it, it does. like that. I've got to draw so, it out. Hi, we- Grecian. <laughs> Hi, We've Grecian. literally recorded this, or <laughs> tried to record this. This is the oh, third time now. I know. Oh. So let's. I reckon we, let's just flow with it. We're rolling they can with have it? a laugh. Yep, All they right. can have a laugh. Every week, every week now they're going to see how I come at that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so funny. Yes, yeah, so we have had the best few days. Um, it's literally only been a couple of days since the last episode dropped for you guys, but mm-hmm. it was one of our best yet in terms of listens and love and feedback. 
um so much love we feel so much love right now um Mm -hmm. which is nice because it was quite a we both had our hearts were racing (laughs) yeah and we like we were shitting ourselves about it going live I think a little bit because as we said we're a bit nervous talking about it well me in particular and having people listen that um you know might get might fit into that category that we were talking about yeah. and get upset and take it super personal. Yeah, but it's been the complete opposite. And obviously lots of love from this community because so many of you, as usual, said. Understand. Yes, 100% relate. Um, so, yeah, we actually, as we mentioned in the last episode, we were close to 10,000 and we did it. We reached 10,000 downloads. Woo! My dancing. In fact, we have over 10,300 downloads because this episode just went crazy. So thank you. Thank you so much, everyone. Um, I actually want to touch on the charts because we are actually going up the charts, which is so exciting. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah, the podcast charts were um, number 25 on the charts um, on Apple Podcasts in the parenting category. And like when you think that, you know, Beyond the Bump and Parental was anything with Maggie Dent, they're number one and two. So it's actually a real honour. It's really incredible. Um, and a lot of that is thanks to you guys for supporting us from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're number 82 in Kids and Family, um, which is a very popular category. So, yeah, that that's just amazing. That's awesome. We're very new still too. So, um, yeah, and a lot of that is you guys sharing and doing everything we ask each episode, listening and rating and reviewing. So thank you guys as well for that. And we're going to share some feedback from the last episode because there's been so many. Um, so many already in the first 48 hours. Yeah, like. huge. Yep. All right, so Grecian, what have you got that you liked? So well done, ladies. So relatable on every level. You have no idea how much it helps to listen to how this journey makes you feel. And I hope this gives others an idea of what it is like to walk in your shoes. I was literally talking to the both of you, nodding along, laughing and crying whilst listening, like you were here in my lounge room. So much love. Yes. We actually had heaps of people saying that they laughed and cried along to this episode mm-hmm. um so many people had actual tears um, like me in the episode yeah yeah, well, away. Just, yeah because it is a very how do you, what's the word like it mm. really hits Ring. hits hard yeah and it hits really hard when you have probably been feeling and thinking these things for a long time and then to hear someone verbalize it yeah yeah Someone else said, I can honestly say I was crying along with you guys whilst listening. I'm so grateful for the podcast you've created. You are both such incredible women and mothers. Keep up the amazing work of advocating for your little people. Thank you. Yeah. 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 This is like, it is a little boost for us as well, like you were saying, Mm -hmm. when we've had such a tough time. Um, And it's not just about obviously, you know, us but we think you're all inspiring and incredible mothers and women too yeah 100 percent. another mum said oh my god this right here the lack of phone calls and check-ins to see how your child is doing especially from family because they think oh they got through the last hospital admission and sickness and it'll be the same like they'll get through it again yeah that was a common theme too I think it's that 
Yeah. Mm. If they get out the other side, it's just it's just another. That's what we're saying. It's just another yeah, admission. Just another, just another drama. Um, so that yep. even though we do it time and time and time again, um, yeah, it almost feels like they're just oh well they'll get better and they'll move on and this is just another blip. But to us, yep. we're living it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Every minute in that hospital, like yeah, yeah. it's just no explaining it. Yeah. We had one just come through literally a minute ago and I've written it down because I loved it. Um, Hands down the most relatable thing I've heard. You are not alone. I truly hope all my friends and family take a moment to listen to this episode to gain some insight and perspective. Thank you. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I want to tear up again. Yeah. Gosh, here she starts already. (laughs) How how far are we in? Yeah, you told (laughs) me I wouldn't be crying. (laughs) Um, there's so many. I'm just trying to choose the ones that I love. I love them all, but incredibly brave and honest. So relatable, even to just the motherhood journey and losing friends, Mm -hmm. which I think is important to touch on as well. I don't think it's just us as, you know, medically complex or special needs mamas that feel this. I think everyone loses friends when they become a mum. Yep. hundred percent. Yeah. And she said, you certainly appreciate those that are close. And I think that's the the beauty of it is it does it shows you who your true friends are who will stick it out no matter what um like everyone's obviously busy in their own lives but take that extra minute 30 seconds to check Mm. in like you were saying to me amy that you still check in to those around you even though you're in hospital and i try and do the same yeah like i'm going through something and i can still make the effort to check in yeah and if i see someone in my stories, like doing something fun, I'll reply to the story like I normally yeah. would. And I think that's, it's, I know that sounds petty, you know, or not petty, but you know, so little, such a little thing replying to a story, but that's kind of how we communicate in this day and mm-hmm. age and keep in touch. And it does, you know, I know that every little reply to my stories and stuff brings me a little bit of love and yeah, it's a bit sad, but really it's reality as well. It's what's um, happening. Yeah. And especially in winter when we can't, physically catch up as much as we'd hope and yeah yeah it's just a little it's like a virtual hug saying I'm watching and I I see see you you. yeah yeah all right I want to there's one last feedback I want to read because I want to um add a bit to it it says Mm -hmm. far out I'm sitting at work listening to the latest episode with tears rolling down my face this is how I felt when we had our daughter prematurely and since having kids in general no village no one to call on it's heartbreaking I have never felt so alone since becoming a mum. Where the fuck is the village? It's quite a shock when people you think will be in your corner are nowhere to be seen. Mm. Some of the best connections I have are through Miracle Mama and I know others who feel the same, so you have created something so damn special mm. and validating. Yeah, so that was obviously really that was um, really close to my heart because mm-hmm. of my Miracle Mama Miracle tr- community. Mama. But yep. um, I did reply to this one and I said... <laughs> How good would it be if all of us as like Premie, NICU, special needs, medical families lived in mm. our own little village? Oh, yeah, that'd be awesome. I just had this like little brain thought, like brain fart, <laughs> brain wave, yep. brainstorm. I don't know. Same, it's all the same. Are they all the same? Brain fart is yeah. like bad. But anyway, yeah. this is not a brain fart. This is a good idea. Um, epiphany? Is that yeah. right? Yes, that's the I'll word. Stop. <laughs> I'll stop. Um, like literally, I was picturing a village. Maybe I've seen James watch too much Minecraft, but <laughs> like an actual village with like huts 
Mm. and veggie gardens and chickens running around <laughs> fresh air and, no sickness as yeah, long as we have a like, hospital as long as yes, there's a hospital yeah, there's always a hospital in the village <laughs> in our village um and like you know all of the kids running around playing and us mums there cooking over a fire now i'm going back to the olden days <laughs> baby wearing each other's babies and just no, that just supporting you know, that community I just feel like if we all got together no one would be fucking left alone and yeah. if someone was in hospital we would all just rally yeah we'd just yep. wrap our arms around each other and I just yep. feel like that's the one beautiful thing about all of you guys is that you do mm-hmm. and I'm not saying that other people can't be in that village um or that we don't have people that belong there or that mm. friends who haven't gone through this can't be our village but I just feel like this community gets it so much and it's proven by how much love mm-hmm. and feedback we've got from this episode. Um, Definitely. Yeah. So that's my little rant. As always, I go off on a tangent. That's fine. I like <laughs> listening to it. Maybe it would be in a little bit more of a modern sense than us cooking over <laughs> a boiler or something. <laughs> can we have a fancy kitchen? Oh, yeah. Can we actually have a kitchen? All right. Grecian, how has your last few days been since we recorded last any news anything new any updates you went to the hairdresser again uh yes my amazing <laughs> salon that i go yeah. to and lightened hair studio if you are local yeah, to Perth, say, give them you a must, plug you must go see them they are in Beldivis. <laughs> they are just amazing um gone and get that done twice in the last couple of days <laughs> mm. i haven't had it done in six weeks longer than that so you very yeah. much deserve it yeah thank you besides that though um I heard from endocrine after calling them yesterday and being like ah uh, why have you not updated us um that Riley's bone age assessment how it was at two and a half years that's actually a good thing apparently um it means that she has more room to grow so when her peers are at like 16 to 18 and they've stopped growing, she will continue to grow for another two and a half years. That's apparently what it means. They aren't too concerned yet. Um, they don't want to do any more testing because she's on the NG tube. Apparently they can't do any more hormone growth hormone checks. Apparently, I don't know. I was too frustrated to ask because they came back with the usual like, let's wait six months and see. I am so over that let's wait six months and see. It just seems to be like the go-to and like there's no changes. Like I get we're going to wait, but even when she was eating, she wasn't growing. So we just want to make sure. like two years. Yeah. It gets to that six months and then they go, let's wait Uh, six months and see. Yeah, yeah. another six months and see and Uh, another six months and see. So I will um, try and get a referral into the children's hospital endocrine if we can um, because that one was at the local hospital and Mm. mm, you know how some smaller hospitals can be. Mm. We'll try and get a referral into the children's hospital just to rule it out 100% because... Yeah, we want to make sure we covered everything. Yeah, so so it doesn't necessarily mean well, she's obviously small, but it doesn't she's necessarily little. mean does it mean that she's behind in her growth? It does, what? but they weren't obviously too concerned about it because she was so tiny and had all that in like in utero growth restriction. Mm. They as long as she's going on a curve, she said she was happy, but I was like, she's not growing on a curve. That's the whole fucking point while we're here. Mm. She's plateauing, so 
Well, and she dropped for a long sure. time there too because yeah, she was unwell. Exactly. Mm. So she wants to see if the nutrition helps first and then go from okay. there. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. We've got respiratory coming up. We've got rehab coming up. So I'll bring a lot of stuff up then. And then it will be time for Riley's first feeding team meeting. Um, yeah. And, yeah, there will be more updates. All the, all the appointments. Of yeah. course. Now, what about you guys? Yeah, so I was just saying that <laughs> it's only been like a few days since we recorded last, but but so wow. much has happened in so those few happened. days. <laughs> I'll just do the short of it because you guys have been hounded by my story. But um, Jack ended up back in hospital again with a what they again called an asthma attack. Um, Is that what they classed as? Yeah, basically. So he's. Having these like respiratory episodes similar to an asthma attack where he gets mm-hmm. extremely tight and wheezy and we can't stretch his Ventolin past like the one or two hour mark. So he goes into hospital because that's what we're told to do and yep. they give the rescue puff, so 20 minutes apart mm-hmm. and then see how he stretches from there. Um, again, he only stretched like an hour post the rescue puffs and then st- slowly stretched out to two hours and then three hours yep. overnight and then the respiratory team walked in same team that we've been under the whole time that see us every time we're in hospital and this was like in the afternoon the next day that we'd finally stretched to three hours and they're like right you can go home they walked yeah. into the room with that mindset of he's not needing oxygen he's stretched to three hours only he didn't need oxygen though because he picked up because we treat again yeah so he, he was sitting it. at 84 percent at home when yep. he was asleep before and we took him in you should have seen the chat between amy and i like this is not normal conversations that people like no. friends should be having like mm. showing me his sats and then i'm like asking the medical questions back and then you're giving me the medical answers back like i screenshot yeah. it because i was like this is not normal yeah. chatter no. and not fair <laughs> at all no and I just and again we Scott and I just looked at each other and you we we can tell as soon as pretty mm-hmm. much as soon as Jack's asleep if he's going to have a good night or not because he instantly gets this crackly wheeze in his chest when he falls asleep um yep. and that night we heard it instantly and we're like this is Shit. not gonna be a good night so of course I checked his oxygen levels and they said yeah they were sitting 84 and I was like right it might just be you know they can have apnea event, events where they fall in and out of yep um with their sats and stuff so I just monitored it for like a good 45-ish minutes and it stayed stayed that low so that's when we decided to go in yep anyway yeah the next day and I almost feel like the team came in with a wall up pretty much knowing that we were going to be pretty upset that this had happened again with no explanation with no Uh, yeah of course plan for us acutely to get him through to this surgery um and they did they they just said he's not again not needing to be in hospital he's not acutely needing to be here right now which is fine we weren't we would we were happy to leave it was more the fact that they just ignored completely ignored the fact Mm. that we'd been there four times in the last like week with the same thing the fact that they didn't even acknowledge that we were back for the same thing it was just they come in and like we don't even know them like they're a team that we've never seen before that's bad (sighs) and Scott and I would we were literally at the point where we feel like we've just been so pushed to the ground and dismissed that we just just gave up. We asked what you know all the questions and we just kept getting a roadblock. Um, and I feel like there's one doctor in particular that we're just struggling to have a good therapeutic relationship with at the moment. Mm. I've felt very supported by him since Jack 
has been in his care. Yeah. And unfortunately, over the past four weeks, we've just slowly... You've lost faith. Yeah, we have. And that's exactly the words. Um, and I don't feel like the trust is there that he's doing everything he can for Jack. So we will likely change um, our respiratory specialist. We just gave ourselves sort of a few days to cool down because obviously the anger and the frustration. The frustration very, from that. Yeah. And multiple things. Like if we, we tell anyone on the outside of this about what the interventions that Jack's needing at home, how much medications he's on, and everyone says the same thing, it's not okay. No. But yet we go in there with exactly this. Even ED. ED said, what the hell is going on? You have been here way too often. What is the plan? Like, mm. What are respiratory doing? And we've just... Nothing. I'm just shrugging my shoulders. Nothing. Um. Yeah. And the one, and then we realised, we sort of looked back and we're like, well, the person who made the plan for the scope is a different doctor that we saw. Mm. Um, the person that made the plans for possibly the um, the test in Melbourne, the, the, the only people that have been looking for answers outside of all of this have not been that, our doctor, unfortunately. It's been other respiratory specialists that we've seen. So I feel like he's not made one decision. Um, he's probably shitting himself. He's like, I've never seen this before. I don't know what to do. But that's his job. Like, just admit that. I don't know what's going that's on. That's what Scott said. He goes, why can't he just say, like, just I don't, I don't man know. up and yep. say, I don't yep. know. Um, because we do feel like every time we ask a question, he just scoots around it yep. just to, like, get us to stop asking. But yep. we never get a direct answer. Um, and that's worse than him going, look, I don't actually know what's going on at the moment. I'm going to chat to this person and this person. Yeah, and, and to brainstorm it and to talk with other people. And to, But we just feel like he's he's almost giving up too because he's just at that point of I don't know and, yeah, but we can't accept that. So um, that's where we're at. I don't want people to think that, like I said, I literally said in the last episode that we were happy with our doctors and we are primarily. Um, but things but do I change people, in a few days. Yeah, and I don't want people to think that I'm like so lucky to have a team that just listened to everything I say. It's not like that. I still fight. I still advocate. I'm very frustrated at the moment. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know how much of this will make it to the podcast because I'll listen back and go, shit. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I guess I like I have been lucky with our team because I'm a nurse and I know who who's good and who's not. But I don't want people to think that it's I'm so lucky that everything is being investigated and done. But because it's, God, not. it's not. It's not. And it's not been easy. The decisions that have been made have been because we've really said this isn't okay. And I have got a very, very good paediatrician who has my back yeah so that is that let's get into what we're talking about today all right so now we've done a little bit of an update we're going to actually talk about general motherhood stuff so the real everyday stuff that impacts everyone and that you can relate to but also how our challenges as parents of children with additional needs impacts on this because let's be honest we can't talk about school drop-off and pickups without talking about navigating tube feeds and appointments because that's just part of our lives so I don't know about you Amy but mornings yeah. are fucking hectic <laughs> yeah like oh, from the get-go just... yeah oh yeah I <laughs> I don't even know where to start at the moment it's like who knows how many times we're going to be up overnight. That's our big thing. Mm-hmm. I am so tired. Usually Jack's awake at six. 
mummy, mummy. And then I like fucking bounce out of bed because I don't want him to wake up James. Yeah. Anyway, that's normally how the day starts is me trying to stop Jack from waking up James, even though I've been up a hundred times. Overnight. Overnight. Yeah. But yeah, it's a rush. It's definitely a rush. And I think routine, routine, routine is our friend. Mm -hmm. How about you? Do you guys, do you have a routine or do you just wing it? We do. I'm trying to even think like, but the juggle of four kids, it depends on honestly how they wake up. Like mm-hmm. some mornings the twins wake up and they are happy as Larry. They go straight to the playroom and they play and I can just kind of wake up again, depending on how many times we were up with one of the children mm-hmm. or multiple. Um, other t- Yeah, when the twins are at, at each other's throats at like the get going the morning off the routine. oh yeah. my god the morning is just shit like yeah. they're just at each other then throw macy in there crying like now mm, yeah <laughs> just Hi, <Macy>. miss with <laughs> her <laughs> yeah. um uh, like if she wants yeah. me the twins then we've obviously got like we have to do riley's routine so it's more riley's routine so the other mm. kids kind of yeah. hate it i hate it they kind of fit around riley my breakfast fits yeah. around riley my coffee fits around riley um yeah. because she obviously needs her we try and change her nappy, her ke- then we do a Kepra for her seizures, make sure we get mm. that because we don't want to forget it. Then it's doing those tube feeds. So trying to set yep. all that up, prime it, get it ready. Um, is she going to sit like at the table or now we've got the other pumpkin, she wear the backpack? Mm. Um, what's she going to do? What's she going to sit with? Do we feed her breakfast? Do we not feed her breakfast? Okay, she's ready to go. We've got half an hour. Everyone else, what do you want for breakfast? somehow in there try and get down to my room to make the bed then the kids pulling out shit from the toy box and I'm like fuck we only been up like half an hour like the house is a mess already how do you even like dress them all it just like gives me anxiety (laughs) yeah on a school day Adeline does probably does a lot herself she does but but I still have to remind her so Mm. sometimes she'll be like reading a book and I'm like Adeline have you done like she's pretty good she knows what she needs to do I'm like, Adeline. Yeah, but the remind how many times like, you have to tell them? Yeah, Adeline. Hey, get dressed, Adeline. James. Get dressed, yeah. James. <laughs> Go and get dressed. And then I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm trying to get everyone ready and sorted. So usually I try and like, if they're going to school, Hannah, they'll go to the toilet, they'll get dressed, and then they'll have breakfast so that they're like ticked all those straight off. Mm. Um, yeah. Otherwise it's not until like literally just before we're out the door that they're getting dressed. But then it takes forever mm. to put fucking shoes on. Yeah. I don't know where my shoes are. Where are my shoes? I don't have socks. Well, I asked you to fucking get socks. <sighs> like, so true. It's just the yeah. And then I like making sure that my house is neat before I leave the house. Mm, I hate I yeah. hate leaving the house just with shit everywhere. Yeah. So I want to put at least the dishes from the table onto the sink, yeah, onto like the sink. neatly yeah. stacked. I'm the same. Like, yeah. Okay, good. Because yeah. I think I'm weird, but I don't really want to walk out of the house, come back to like bombs you know well sometimes like for me I I end up having to go straight to an appointment or you know or sometimes we'll have our support worker coming over after school drop-off so I'm like Mm -hmm. well I can't have everything sitting around and like yeah I just I'm the same I don't like having you know you crust cut the crust off the toast and put them on the chopping board I'm like no they have to go in I can't leave it I don't know what yeah yeah no 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 I'm the same and that's like yeah if we've got physio coming so physio is coming tomorrow but I'm like it makes a difference I need everything packed away I didn't get to vacuum tonight I'm like shit now I've got to vacuum in the morning as well while they're playing um Mm. yeah 
Right. Oh, I don't remember the last time I vacuumed. <laughs> I just I just blame it on we're having a um you know you moving we're moving and fine. then we'll obviously have the last big clean. So I'm like it can just be a pigsty. Oh yeah, until see, then, that's but, fine. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. But yeah, yeah, trying to get to school in amongst all of the like the tube feeds and Riley's stuff and everything, it's it's hectic. Mm. like it really yeah. is hectic and then especially yeah if you do have to go straight somewhere after then you're thinking about all the things you have to pack pack yep yeah and am I and driving like... driving to school today or am I can I walk and then come back and then go because we live like 10 oh, minute yeah. walk to school yeah if that yeah. so it's really good to get out and walk and it's like part of my daily exercise but then you have I to guess. be ready earlier <laughs> exactly but then I've got to be ready and then like I think last yeah. week we actually made it before the bell went so usually <laughs> They've oh, you're the late mum. I'm the late <laughs> mum. <laughs> I hate being the late mum. I hate it so much. Um, but usually Adeline gets there just on the second bell because yeah. we're running late because I'm yeah. screaming well, at the garage kids. door. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, I, yeah. Mm. I really hate it. I like being early. And last week twice, I, two days, two days, I was very proud. We got there before the first bell. So we were actually really early. Oh, and I was so stoked, so stoked. But that's, that's a, not normal. It's an effort. It's a fair effort. <laughs> yeah. That is not normal um, at all. I have. I literally have James telling me, Mum, it's 8.28. We need to be in the car now. <laughs> oh, He's bless. such a routine boy. Like he is. But in saying that, I do like same thing. I have to hound him. There's some mornings where he's, quicker at eating his breakfast yeah. and getting dressed and I don't have to prompt him a hundred times but mostly especially if the tv's on he's just like yeah James peel your eyes away from the tv and think about what you're doing like he's almost he's getting dressed like yeah. all wrong I can picture it because he can't take his yeah. eyes off the tv tv yeah but um well yeah pretty we're a very set routine family and like James has he's got a Fitbit and he knows he can't get out of bed until seven so he literally just sits there and looking at it looking at his watch like clicking it on every every minute oh that's cute Um, the the twins have their um Sam the lamb I think it is yes that yeah yeah, so they can go off and opens its eyes yeah Yeah. so if they go if they go out before that's up like they come down to our room we're like is Sam awake and they're like no so we're like go back to bed it's only like (laughs) toddle off but yeah go back Uh, James is again he's he sticks to it because he's such a routine he he wouldn't get out like a second before it hit that seven o'clock bless him um and we've kind of always done that from the start I think um and even with bedtime it's always been a pretty yeah you know but bath dinner read a book yeah and we've always yeah laid with them um so yeah, they, he's always thrived off that, so we just continue. We try. Jack, on the other hand, <laughs> he's, he doesn't follow any sort of nope. schedule. Yeah. So he's like you said, he's another story, especially with the tube feeds in the morning, mm-hmm. um, what sort of a mood he's in, mm-hmm. if he's going to cooperate today or not, which can be very hit and miss. Yep. Um, yeah. And, like, well, yes, the routine mostly works for us. I really <laughs> despise it. The same thing every single morning. Everything takes twice as long as it should. The fight to get dressed and brush teeth, not being able to give Jack the control and the time that he so desperately craves, and it's so monotonous Mm -hmm. every single day. I honestly dread it. Like I do, I just can't. Mornings suck. Yep. It's fun. So fun. fun. And then pick up. Oh. (laughs) Oh, my God, school pick up. Why does it always fucking rain at school pick up? I swear it rains every single time. 
right at like mm-hmm. three. Even o'clock. if it wasn't raining before, oh, here starts the rain. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know. That's my thing about school pickup. Well, my thing rain. is, you have to if you're driving and you want a good spot, you have to get there fucking like mm-hmm. so on a Wednesday they finish at two thirty-five. You have to be there at like two o'clock to get a good spot. And then yeah. you have to be there before two yeah. thirty on a normal day to get a good spot right outside the gate. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you park down the road. It's like, what do these people yeah. do? <laughs> I know it's nice sitting in your car, not doing anything, and just like scrolling. Yeah, or but whatever. then everyone probably has the same idea. They're like, well, I have to be here early, so it just gets earlier, earlier. and earlier. Yeah. Like everyone just yeah. keeps. I'm a yeah, I'm a bit like that. I'm like, oh, I'll just leave five minutes early to make sure I can get a park. But then everyone mm-hmm. does the same thing. So yeah, but. So you obviously park and go in. I I do for pick up, but for drop off, I do kiss and drop. Oh, see, our school doesn't Oops. have kiss and drop. I miss kiss oh, and drop so it? much. Okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> I miss it so much. James is very happy to do it for drop off, but I really like. I'm not. Ha- I'm not ready to give up um, that running cuddle when yeah, they come yeah. out of school. Yeah. I'm not ready to give that up. Um, no. I still get out at, at kiss and drop. I still um, get out and give, give him, him a quick cuddle. cuddle and put his bag on and stuff. But um. Yeah, I'd kind of like going in for pickup, mm-hmm. and pickup depends on if I've got Jack with me or not. It's very again dependent on Jack and his moods. Sometimes mm-hmm. it can literally take me fifteen minutes to walk a few hundred meters with Jack because he is just—I'm just nodding in a mood. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and then if I don't have Jack, it is so peaceful and bliss. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd like getting back to the car if I've got Jack. He will stall at every chance he gets mm-hmm. and getting him into the car seat can be a I just and like I've said in the past I don't now I've just learned to just let him do it because the more I push him the harder I mean, it gets so fights. yeah 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 so sometimes it takes us a good we're the last ones to leave the school sometimes I'm the last so car we. to drive off <laughs> because it's like you don't want to cause a scene in front of everyone we do you? are so you're always just, the yeah. last ones to walk yeah. out of the school like whether or not I'm driving or walking, yeah. we are literally yeah. the last ones because mm. we pick up Addie first and then go. The kindies get out a little bit earlier, but sometimes it's not early enough for me to get the twins, see how Riley's day mm. was, like yeah. talk to them and then go get Addie. So I always get Addie first and then wander off over to kindy and then it takes like they're the last ones to leave kindy. But I want to yeah. know how Riley's day was, yeah. if she ate. Like yeah. I want to break down of her day and that takes five minutes and then trying to get the girls to put their bags on to walk out or put them in the pram or go get their bikes or whatever. We're just the last ones. I'm always walking out like, <laughs> oh, I everyone's gone. Why are we always the last? Yeah. I wish mine was for a good reason. I keep thinking I'm the last one walking out, but it's not because I've sat and had a social chat with one of some of the mums or, no. you know. <laughs> Because James is busy talking to all of his friends and playing. It's no. literally because Jack <laughs> doesn't cooperate. Thanks, Jack. And James is just standing there going, oh, huffing and puffing. Come <laughs> on, so Jack. Cute, Come on, yeah. Jack. Let's go home. And I actually messaged you recently and I was like, Grecian, do you have school mum friends? Because I just feel like I don't know what it is, but I'm always in, standing there awkwardly on my own and they seem to have developed their little cliques. And Oops. I don't know if it's because I don't. I've usually got Jack and it's really hard to talk to people when he's, when he's running there. on yeah. the street. Yep. <laughs> he's not really up kidding. But, you know, like it's. Yeah, yeah. You're watching Or him. I'm stressing about him coughing his lungs up or. And wondering what people are thinking. Yeah, and I just, I almost feel like I don't relate on the same level as like the chit chat. I, mm-hmm. I don't know if 
it's, it's been harder in the last four weeks because obviously my mindset has not been great and I'm not in a good headspace to just talk about normal to have I want to say normal yeah, in inverted yeah. commas like just everyday chit chats it's almost like it's just an energy that I don't have having casual chit chat with these people they're beautiful people and I have you know I've ha- I go through sort of waves and I have had weeks where I felt great and I'll I feel more confident to go and chat. say hello and talk to yeah but I just I don't know I feel like I'm in a different world to some of these people sometimes mm-hmm. um like I'm so far removed from normal like yep. we say yeah um yeah but one day hopefully one day when this all settles I'll have some school mum friends um, I think as the years go on and the kids get older mm. I think it will yeah and they go to more birthday parties yeah. and things like that that's that's the other thing COVID shut on all that situation yep. for a while for a long time there we couldn't even be at the, like in in the, the school, school grounds, grounds and, no. yeah so I think yeah. that didn't help but it is hard because yep. I'm exactly the same. Like when Riley was in hospital and I literally went to school in my pyjamas two of the days, like I was in tracky, tracky mm. pyjamas and yeah. I just literally did not want to talk to anyone, did not want to say hello. Yeah, it's like, like, again, it's that head down, yeah. like I'm, I, can't, I, can't, I, can't I can't deal be, with anything else yeah. right now. I'm no. sorry. but yeah. And then like you said, the other, other yeah. days I'm like chatting to the mums that I know and they're beautiful and they're lovely. Yeah. But on those other days yeah, I'm like, ebbs and flows. no, yeah. I can't. Yeah. Like a couple of days that I've recently, I didn't go to school pick up for a long time because I was in hospital with Jack, but one or two of the days that I did manage to have like go out and swap out with Scott, I was literally fighting back tears Mm -hmm. walking into school. Like there was no way I could have even, if someone talked to me, I would have just burst into tears. So I think there is this. There's no mental space for it. Nah. And it does depend on where you are and what's going on in your life, doesn't it? So So we're sorry, Um, mums at school. Yeah. (laughs) I know, and I do feel like I'm like, oh, they're probably looking at me going, oh, look at this rude bitch. Yeah, so, yeah, anyway, probably. Probably. So, <laughs> but, I'm, like, a lot of them, you know, well, not a lot of them, a few of them do know what's going on. A little bit of our situation. Yeah, so I, I feel like hopefully they're standing up for me. Hopefully. So the other thing I worry <laughs> yeah. about as well is how people see me because I've got a social media presence. Like, yeah. do you follow me? Influencer, like, hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, do you follow me? Do you like Do you like me? Do you know what's going yeah. on? Like, do you want to, like, <laughs> well, I'm just like, uh, uh, so I'd rather just stay to myself <laughs> because I'm just too awkward. Oh, that's the thing. People, well, people think when you've got, like, a big social media following that you're just, you know, this confident, like, Mm-mm. but it, it actually makes you think twice about, yep. yeah, if people – if people are going to like you or if people are following you and you do, it almost puts a little bit of the opposite, like a yep. lack of confidence because you're like all nervous in yourself about it. Exactly. Yeah. That's another thing that yeah. I kind of worry about because a few mums have said, oh, yeah, mm. I follow you, like I'm checking in. Yeah, how, like, it's so yeah. awkward, like, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I don't really know how to respond to that. <laughs> I know. Someone come up to me in the supermarket and be like, oh, my God, are you miracle, mum? I'm like, Aww. no, I'm Amy. <laughs> My business is Miracle Mama. But, but yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you do, you're just like immediately just, this makes me so awkward. Yeah. 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 How did you feel starting, like, especially with Adeline, the first one starting kindy in school? Shh. Did, did you struggle with it? I did not. So I, mm. I was one of the ones that did not cry. For first aid okay. because Addie was yep. so ready for it. She was 100% yes. ready for it. She yep. was so confident in herself. Um, the school we went to was amazing and yep. I was so excited and she was excited. So I was some, one of the mums that actually didn't cry. But the twins, that was a whole nother like, yeah. different dimension. Yep. I was not ready for them to go to school. I bawled my eyes out. 
um, for weeks because I was so nervous yeah. and yeah. like just yeah, I get it depends on the situation so and the different. children it's all different, so different isn't it yeah so different yeah. Um, and I will probably yeah. cry with Macy because she's my last <laughs> but like with yeah. Addie yeah. there was just nothing I was like yes I have time like even though I had the twins yeah, she needs this. like she needs it yeah. she would thrive yeah. on it yeah I was I was the mum that howled with James but mm. because like you said he was my premie he was yep. very young he started he wasn't even four he was turning Aww. four like in February so he started just before just he was before. four he just did not say it, it just seemed it seemed wrong we, like we questioned yeah. yeah we questioned holding him back because of the age and you know that little bit of premie delay yep. um and we didn't know if he was ready like that all of those things like you said you knew Adeline was ready I, I mm-hmm. thought the opposite for James I, was like, I don't think he's ready he'd never been in childcare, so I was like how is he going to cope with all these kids he socially was very shy so yeah all those worries they just built up um and then I actually someone shared a quote with me on the first day of kindy James mm-hmm. Day, which I'm going to read to you now because I howled oh sorry Grecian hopefully See? I don't know <laughs> I, won't, I won't make you cry because you're I think you're a bit past this but maybe. um maybe so many mums will relate to this and this is this is like just completely sums up how I felt I wonder what you're doing now and if everyone is treating you kind. I hope there is a special person, a nice friend that you can find. I wonder if the teacher knows just how special you are to me and if the brightness of your heart is something she can see. I wonder if you are thinking about me and if you need a hug. I already miss the sound of your voice and how you give my leg a tug. I wonder if you could possibly understand how hard it is for me to let you go. On this day, know that my heart breaks for this is the first step in letting you go. That's... I know, and the bit about the bit about I wonder if the teacher knows just how special you are to me, and like, because I remember thinking, I wonder if she know like they're not going to know that he says this when he needs yeah. this, or he does yeah. this when he wants this, because he was still not fully poo toilet trained, and he like he literally was still calling his poos a big yuck. Oh, <laughs> bless! Like it, he was he was old enough not to need to. Yeah, but we'd always just That's when just he first did you. his first ever poo in the potty, we were celebrating, and because mm. he, he kept saying yuck, mm. and we were celebrating. No, great, big yuck, yay, big yuck, <laughs> and it and stuck. That's just stuck. We still, yeah, we still say it with Jack. Um, not that he does big yucks in the no, potty, but, um, no. But like, he would joke about doing a big yuck at home, and I was like, imagine if he goes to the to- the teacher and is like, I need to do a big, big yuck. yuck. <laughs> oh, just dear. those little things, you know, they're little quirks that you just worry that. Or if he's like, if he gets all anxious and sad, whether they see it, you know, whether or not they're going to pay so attention well, yeah, and give you know that, your child so yeah. well, and you worry that they're one in, you mm-hmm. know, one, one in, in a huge class, one of people, in twenty or, or whatever it yeah. is, whatever it can be, yeah. yeah. So yeah, and I don't I have no like with Jack, it's going to be a freaking nightmare. But you know, I've got time to worry about that. So <laughs> a little bit of time, yeah. Well, that's mm-hmm. like Riley. Yeah when we didn't know what was going to happen, where, like, do we start school with her? Does she go with Hannah? Does she not go with yeah. Hannah? Do we put them in the same class? Yeah. Do we split them up? What's There's the... So many elements yeah, and dimensions to it all. What's the best thing? And is Riley going to get an EA? Is she not going to get an EA? Um, so the school has been absolutely wonderful with that. But there's so yeah. much to think about, especially having a premie or a medical, like, medically yeah. challenged child that... Yeah, a whole nother yeah, level. I do want to actually, yeah, throw in um, here that we will discuss this, like inclusivity and getting supports for special needs kids or mm. kids with a disability um, in another episode. I do want to actually dedicate a whole episode to that topic. I can't 
give any feedback on that, but Grecian will be able to a little bit. And I do have, I'm hoping I can get a guest on that has sort of been in that world for a little while that has a bit more experience because I know a lot of you have asked about that and how Mm -hmm. you can push for further supports when people sort of are putting up a bit of a brick wall so we will talk more about that in another episode Mm -hmm. um yeah all right we want to talk about school holidays school holidays are coming up I love school holidays and I'm that mum I'm that mum that loves school holidays I know I'm the rare one uh, I'm the rare uh, one uh, (laughs) two weeks of four children screaming at each other at home I love it it's it's different for you yeah because it is it's a whole another element yeah you've got two extra you've got double the work that I do but yeah I just I love it Uh, yeah (laughs) I'm like I just miss James I really miss James and I think you know what's been happening with us I haven't spent much time with him at all yeah um and also because I don't have to do that dreaded school morning routine (laughs) and I'm not that mum that like I'm not that that mum that or has a calendar of activities for school holidays and like schedules in three different things to do every day I'm like just that mum that is just wants to spend some quality time quality it doesn't time. have to be anything fancy I just we can literally spend two weeks in our backyard just playing in the sand and making those know, memories at anything. home together yeah yeah, yeah. And just like that's one way I can make James feel you know put him first for a little mm-hmm. while even if it is only for two weeks but really make him feel like he's just he's as included yeah and just like you yeah. said just as important yeah. because obviously yeah Jack and Riley take so much of our attention Mm. and I feel bad for the other kids. Like we try, but yeah, like you said, school holidays is a good time to be able to do those things with them. Yeah. Um, But do you, I feel, I'll never forget. It was like one of my first, it must have been one of the first school holidays, maybe when James was in kindy and one of my mum friends on Facebook posted literally a calendar of activities. She'd made a calendar I don't have like time to make a calendar. I don't, <laughs> I don't have time to take a poo. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> why does it? Why does it always come back to poo with poo? Me? No, yeah. Um, I don't have time to take a poo by myself. Yeah, um, but anyway. And then there's like the mental load of school. So obviously, mums in general, then usually, I mean, I'm putting us in a box here, but we're usually the ones that juggle all of the the yeah. things, like the behind the scene things, like the appointments and the um paying the bills um you know all that stuff and then so like with schools with school I I was so overwhelmed when James started school because I was like oh my gosh it's not just getting him to school and picking him Mm -hmm. up it's like the lunches like the simple things but when 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 like especially in our world when you're juggling 500 different things all the extra stuff that comes with our kids the lunches is just like an extra like nail in the coffin mm-hmm. <laughs> every day. I'm every very day. lucky that Scott does lunches for me. Oh, really? Um, well, there's I only one. Do them all. I'm very well, lucky. Yeah, true. There's only you. one. Compared <laughs> to you. Uh, yeah, literally I do. I try and do the lunches the night before. So when I'm making, yeah. so they bring their lunch boxes inside um, and I try and do the dishes before I make dinner so that their lunch boxes are drying. While I'm making dinner, I'm trying to do the lunch boxes, getting them ready for the next day. Otherwise... I have to do it after mm. dinner and like bedtime routine and stuff. And we like being in bed at 7.30. Yeah. And by that stage, you're so, you're like, if they're in bed, you're just like. I'm I want to go to bed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I don't want to do it then. Um, yeah. So we literally try, I try, well, I try and do it. Justin will do it in the morning. But I'm like, I don't have yeah. time for that in the morning. I don't know mm. how you have time for that in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but I'll do it the night before. And the lunches have been fine. I know people sometimes don't like doing them the night before. I don't usually chop like the fruit, like strawberries. Oh no, we do lunches the night before. It's so much easier. And everything else. Yeah, we've got a bee box and we put it in the fridge and everything even if we're putting like savory stuff in the fridge mm. like you know oh yeah um, we do pretzels that well. and stuff they're fine they're, they're fine. fine they're absolutely yeah. fine so i 100 yeah. percent recommend do your lunch yes. boxes the night before yeah. save a few minutes but then there's also like i didn't know what sip and crunch crunch and sip yeah. do you guys have that over there which way is it i don't know we don't crunch call it that sip? it's fruit time <laughs> isn't it just okay, fruit yeah time? so fruit time <laughs> yes fruit time healthy fruit time like i didn't know what that was no one told me what that was in mm. when we moved Addie to the local public school, I didn't know what that was, and they didn't tell me yeah. what it was. And I was like, "What is this crunch and sip?" <laughs> Sounds sip fancy. Sip and it's just crunch. fruit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, do you share it? Do you not share it? Um, and with COVID, I think it they depends changed. on yeah, all different. They're all different. In kindy, yeah. I know that they just you'd have to take a separate fruit like container. Um, yeah. But at school, James literally just puts all of his food in his bee box. Oh, Macy. Oh, dear, darling. <laughs> Justin's looking at me like, save me. Did he just shut the door and walk out? <laughs> oh, sorry, Justin. I've taken your wife. Hey. Macy has joined us. Hi, Macy. She's smiling. Oh, As you could probably hear, she didn't want to go to sleep. She wanted her mummy. She's very much mummy's girl. Um, but, yeah, this crunch and sip. So for kindy, they do their fruit time. I think they chop it up. So you bring a banana, like you said, whatever, and they mm. chop it all up and yeah. they put it in. I think oh, they so dish it communal. out. So it's yeah. communal. It used to be like put it on a platter and they would just yeah. grab whatever. But now with um, COVID, I think they dish it up with tongs and they have a little yeah. plate or whatever. And then they've got their own lunchbox. So I actually got to see it the other day when I went and took Riley's antibiotics in for her ear infection um mm. and her tube feed and it was really cute they're all sitting there with their lunch boxes and do you know mm. what hannah does hannah eats her lunch and then like was like looking over at riley's lunch waiting riley are you gonna eat that from across the other <laughs> side of the room riley That's are so you gonna funny. eat that and the joys riley, of having your sister yeah, in your class in your yeah. classroom yeah. so she Riley's like no and she like gives her the food and stuff and the teacher's like yeah every lunchtime Hannah's like eyeing off her lunchbox I'm like I put enough food in her lunchbox <laughs> but she wouldn't do that if it wasn't Riley she'd just no, be happy with no. what she had she would yeah. just be happy yeah. but the other day she was literally sitting there with her arms crossed like staring at me and Riley like give me the food <laughs> it was so oh, funny so cute it's just um, like, like when we drive home from school James always gets his lunchbox out you know they they mm. won't eat at school but he'll no, devour but everything in his lunchbox as soon as he's in the car and it's the same jack's jack's in the other seat going james i'm hungry james james i'm hungry <laughs> so james is handing him across food in the, across. in the back of the car yeah but yeah if i offered him the food like jack the food he wouldn't he'd just push he it away if it was yeah. yeah it was me yeah yeah and things like washing like I literally, we got to Monday this week. I mean, there's a lot going on. It doesn't normally, there this is. doesn't normally happen. But we got to Monday this week and Scott's like, we forgot to wash James's school clothes. Whoops. And like he's, he rolls around in the dirt. He rolls down the hill. He plays mud baths in the na- nature play. And yeah. um, so he gets grubby he, and he goes through the clothes. Like we don't have heaps of change of school clothes because they're expensive, but yeah, mm-hmm. they're all filthy. So Scott's got, they got like baby wipes out. <laughs> it's just wipes. Good job. Hey, good I, know job. He's, I was like, oh, no one even cares at school if he goes dirty, I'm sure. But um, No, no. 
and then things like library day like every friday you've got to remember oh, the library i don't books. know which i don't know which day is library day and which days well, and then pe- the sports day he sports needs to make sure he's got the right shoes the on sneakers. And, yeah so yeah. there's a lot a lot to think about and just readers have no clue yeah. no <laughs> yes. clue on what day things go Need like to, yeah yeah and like James does topic talks every Friday, so I need to remember. What is what a topic talk? Oh, it's like sharing. So every week they've got oh, a topic okay. that they talk about, but he needs to be a little bit prepped about it, else he's put on the spot and he's got no idea. So we get it like we get a list of each week what they're going to talk about, and just remembering all that stuff. I'm like, oh my god, uh, on top of everything else, like on top of everything with the else. other kids, like appointments and meds and all the emails and all the schedules every, and yeah. Uh, so, yeah, yeah that's why I try and do washing. Like as soon as the girls, they get home, they have a shower because um, in my mind that's washing off all the germs and stuff from the day. Yeah. Yeah. So they straight into the shower. I try and take the washing straight to the washing machine and chuck it on and then either chuck it in the dryer or on the line depending on how the weather is. So, so you say you I don't know. have a routine. You have a bloody I routine. Do, I do. <laughs> I do. And you'd, be, you have, you'd have to. You have to have that with, with all those Children. But see, yeah, <laughs> see, I, I do children. with all those children. Yeah. I have the routine, but then Justin works completely different to me. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, routine is big. Routine is big. And guys just do it slightly different to us. Like Justin is amazing and he does the drop-offs and school pickups and stuff um, by mm. himself And because yeah. when I'm working – so he's he's wonderful, but they just don't yeah. like. For me, I'm like, why don't you just put the washing on now, and then it'll be done by the time you have dinner yeah. ready, and then I'll then you can hang that out. Like, but just they work a little bit, a little bit different. Don't even start me on that, Scott. For as long as I've known him, for the how like 13 years that I've been with him, football clothes. He will mm. roll around on a dirty, muddy oval on a Saturday. Friday night, he gets it out of his car. <laughs> and puts Ew. it in the washing machine because he has to play again the next day. Sometimes it's like he does it that late that they're hardly dry. <laughs> like, and it would smell even more. I know. It's just so bad. And it, like everyone's like, oh, why don't you take that job off of his hand? I was like, no way. That's the one thing is for as long as I've known him, just, no, I will just refuse no. to do. Yeah. I draw the line. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. Um, all right. So, yeah, let's talk about home from school. Um, mm. 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 again depends on the day doesn't it what mood depends they're on in, the day depends on the mood yep depends on how they were at school like Riley's been masking a lot at school so I don't know if I mentioned before but her OT came and saw her last week um, at school and was so impressed with how well she listened that day she like took herself to the front of the classroom sat down she like, cause she's so little, she can squeeze herself in mm. to like the front of the class. Yeah. Um, but she said to her EA that I bet you by the time she gets home, she's going to be stimming. She's going to be letting out like mm. that she needs to regulate. And as soon as she got home that day, she had her ear up to the pole, yeah. like banging on the metal, like repetitive, the lights, like she just had to let it out because she was hiding it. That's um, so interesting, isn't it? And it, I mean, that goes... I mean, obviously extra level for Riley, but mm. it's what they say with all kids is they mm-hmm. come home and then they, they're in their safe place and all of so those big emotions come out. And that's why when we always say, like, you wouldn't act this way for your teacher, would you? But it's because no. you're there. And I do, safe I feel like James. And they can be themselves. Like James, he's a stickler for the rules. Like that comes with being a routine boy. So he is such a good boy at school because he would mm-hmm. hate the thought of, I think the thought of being told off at school that makes him 
nervous and anxious because he's just Aww. such a stickler. He's just, yeah. But then he comes home and that is completely out the door and I'm like, I, I kind of just have to remind myself that he spent all day yeah. following all these rules and doing what he's told and, you know, so much that I think he puts a big pressure on himself to be, to do that. Um that, yeah, I've got to remember that he's coming home and he's just letting all that out. Letting it all that like A lot of it's tired out. as well. Like he's always been. Oh, yeah. He's one of the younger ones again. I don't think he's as, he doesn't have as much, what's the word? Stamina? Stamina. Thank you. He doesn't have the stamina that other kids, like some of the kids are a whole year above him in yep. age. Um, and he's always been, like he napped right up until school. So, yeah, he's a tired, tired boy and... Yeah, and then the school attitude that they pick up, that's fun. Oh, yeah, some of the... Uh, <laughs> the yep. lingo. I'm just like, yeah. where did you learn that? <laughs> yep. All right. Have we, I think, probably covered covered school. We actually did have a few people ask us to talk about school, hence why we talked about school. Um, but, yeah, like I said, we'll hopefully go a bit more in-depth into like more of the um, special needs and part of it with someone else down the track but um yep and obviously I'll put in my two cents for that with yeah how our school's been with Riley and what they've um supported and again that's so individual isn't it for everyone but I think yeah I think getting people's personal experience as usual is so helpful for others um but basically school it's like one of one of our listeners said my biggest worry is, am I doing enough? Do I need to do more? Am I making the right choices? What else can I do? I think it just sums up like mum life in general, the juggle. In general, yeah. Yeah, dividing time between children. Um, I think that's even more complicated when you've got one that's complex or one that's in school. Like I feel like you mm-hmm. always feel like you're giving one less, Yeah. I shouldn't say attention, but you know, less but time. But it is, and, less yeah. time, less attention, yeah. less love in a way it feels like sometimes and I feel so yeah. guilty yeah so, and then the so guilt, guilty the guilt which is we yeah another topic that we will probably discuss you know a little bit more in depth down the track is guilt um whether we, we could probably dedicate a whole episode to guilt because I think that is the biggest problem that we face as mums and especially as mums um with children with you know, additional needs and yeah so yeah. Oh, yeah. So many layers to that. Yeah. All right. So thank you. This has been a little bit of a different episode, which is um, quite nice. Hopefully you guys love it. Um, and yeah, we give would us love feedback. your feedback. Yeah, definitely. If you think that this is something you want us to keep doing, talking about things like this, um, or if you thought it was just boring and dull, then let us know that too. No, oh, actually, don't it wasn't let us know. boring. No, no. <laughs> no, don't let us know. We don't want to hear no. that. No. no, honest feedback. We always accept honest feedback. And um, I think it's nice to break up the episodes and be a bit more inclusive of all of mum life. We, as we say in the intro, not all bad and sad. We want to focus on the a little bit more of the lighthearted stuff as well. And we will talk a little bit more about, like we say, the joy that they bring to our lives a bit more too, which I think we have included a little bit in this episode, just the little quirks and fun stuff that come along with being a mm-hmm. mum. And now I'm going to go put Macy to say, bed. As you can tell with Grecian here, cuddles, <laughs> as Macy's still on her lap. Still awake, trying to steal the microphone, playing with a pen. So well, I'm going to go and try and put yeah. her to sleep. Thank you once again. Thank you for persevering. Well, you can oh, hear bye, her in the background. Bye-bye. Yeah. Say no-nos. Bye, 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 bye everyone. <coughs>
Oh, oh boo boo. She's ripping off my headphones now, guys. <laughs> All right. Bye, Grecian. Thanks, everyone, bye. for listening. We'll see you next time. <laughs> I'm getting ripped at. Oh, I wish we had video. <laughs>